Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Social media seems to be where the, it, it, it must be the scam capital of the world. Is that safe to say, Steve, that social media is a scam capital of the world? It is, Lisa, and the complaints keep coming in and growing each and every day. I would guess so. This is Steve Burnus. He is the president of the Better Business Bureau of Chicago. For how many years now, Steve? Just a mere 35 years. That's it. <laughs> you have seen it all. And you want us all to raise our right hand and resolve to take some steps in 2023 to prevent us from getting scammed. So why don't you cover some of those? What's the first thing we need to do? Sure. As we, Lisa, as we're going through our you know top scams of the last year, we kind of saw a, a, a theme that these the, uh, these consumers are falling victim to certain scams, and if they do five things, they would be uh, hopefully not taken advantage of. And the first one is to research the company. And again, Lisa, in my 35-year career, that's my biggest frustration is consumers call us after the fact, and when they need our help to resolve their complaint, they should have called us first. We could have prevented this from happening to them. And there's tips and tricks and everything on buying and selling in the marketplace. But this research should come with the Better Business Bureau, other sources as well, not just the BBB. And to find out a little background of the company, are they in business? Do they have a street address? Do they have a phone number? You know, so many times, like you said, on social media, people, 65% of the complaints that came in from last year on Scam Tracker were for consumers who had no intention of buying online products, and they did. So that morning, they had no intention. They saw the marketing ad pop up, and they didn't check the company out, and that's what happens. Yep, absolutely. I fall for it. I really do. I have to tell you about something that I'm getting all the time. I go shopping anywhere. Let's say I go to True Value or I go to Home Depot or I go to Target, wherever it might be. The next day I get an email and it says, hey, you shopped there. And if you take this survey, we'll give you $50. And it's 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 never for, I mean, obviously, but I get them repeatedly. Number one, how do they know where I'm shopping? Brick Brother is always watching you. So it's depending on what you ha- kind of apps you have on your phone and if, whether or not they're transmitting the information back to them. And sometimes, Lisa, it's a phishing text and emails where they just send a blanket you know, text or email saying, you know, you shop here, you're a shopper, and you may have gotten those too, even though you may have not been there that particular day. So they find you any way they possibly can. It's amazing when you start looking for a TV set, and then a few weeks later you'll see the TV set appear on your on your right rail, it's this big brother watching you, and they know a lot of the, the information about you and where you're at, your shopping habits, and you're filling out all this information online, and they're just keeping a record of you, and that's how these marketers make money. Steve Burness is the president of the Better Business Bureau. Somebody just sent in a text and said, I'm 55. During the AEP annual enrollment period, I received over 600 calls from cloned numbers all over the country trying to sell me Medicare benefits or extra things. How can I get off the list? I'm not sure how I got on the list that says I'm over 65. I, I'm on the do not call list. This is so frustrating. How do you, how do you avoid that? And yeah, what happened to that do not call list? It doesn't seem to exist anymore. 
it, it's there, but it really they don't pay attention to it, unfortunately, because these marketers are not in the U.S. at all. They don't care about the U.S. laws or the FTC regulations. So basically, you got to stop answering your phones, Lee. So that's the key. Is once they know they have a live bait and that you're answering or that you are acknowledging their emails in some way, they will continuously, you know, go after you and they sell to your name and and it's a commodity. Then, uh, so the only way to you know stop scammers is not to give them your business and. And just ignore them. Don't answer your phone calls. Let it go to voicemail and see what they want. And then you can, you know, trace the numbers and things of that nature. There's no way to stop these. I mean, that's one of our common complaints is that people, you know, I'm on a do not call. They say, well, these criminals don't care. They're criminals. You know, why would they care? I will tell you that when I block them, they just call on another number a few hours later and then another number. And the trick is they always use my prefix. I'm a 630 so they use right. a 630 number. I'm more likely to answer that because I think it's a local call. Exactly. And they know how to do that. And so usually computer-driven. So the, the calls are done by computers. You change the caller ID. And then before you know it, you're getting all these calls. The 600 is a little excessive, you know, that person. But I heard from many consumers are tired of the, the barrage of emails and, and uh, calls and texts. It's just to a point where you you got to ignore them. you got to ignore them. And it's unfortunate because you're going to miss some good ones. But unfortunately, you can't just click on any link because you never know where it's going. One of the other things you want us to do is to resolve never to send money in unconventional forms. Explain that. Well, the tip off to the ripoff on that, Lisa, is that these scammers are now getting smarter and they don't want you to use your credit card because you can dispute it with your credit card company. They want you to use unconventional payment methods, you know, like uh, money orders or, you know, uh, gift cards and things of that nature um, in, in cryptocurrency. So if anybody ever asks you to pay an unconventional payment method, that's usually a sign that something is wrong and you shouldn't do business with that particular company if they're demanding payment right away. And again, they're getting away from the credit cards and because that's your safest protection. But uh, as many consumers don't know is that if you use Zelle or Venmo, those cash apps, at least if you willingly give somebody money, if you meet a person on the street and give that person $1,000 and um, a week later realize it was a scam, they, they don't care those companies like the credit card companies. Once you give somebody money like that on the Zelle or Venmo or those cash apps, the money's gone. It's like opening a window, lease and throwing it out. It's the same thing. So they're safe. Yes, they're safe platforms, but only send money to people you know that's the key uh don't send it to any strangers or any company demanding payment or irs does not demand you know um, money venmo or are you going to go to jail and so is the romance scam still alive and well it is unfortunately different demographics it seems like every year this is the elder generation is now getting targeted with romance scams and the key to this one is pretty simple is if you never met the person they may not exist uh, they kind of give you every excuse in the book that they, why they can't meet you. They're stationed in, in the military somewhere, or they're part of a job, a secret job thing they're working on or overseas. But they all want one common thing, Lee, so they want money. So right. either they have to fly home, or they need to buy something, or they have cancer, whatever it may be. But they all need money, and then so many consumers um, you know, fall for it. I think we talked about it early in the year when I... It took me an hour to convince a woman that the person did not exist. And right, she the was woman in Aurora, that, right? Right. Yes, Aurora. She, she, it took me an hour, an hour, and I've had 35 years of experience in trying to convince her, and then finally convinced her. She was, she was going to marry the guy. She never met the guy yeah. and lost, I forgot how much money she lost. I think it was thirty or $40,000. 
It's tragic. People are lonely. They they right. form a relationship online, and these people are professionals. So, all right, people can reach out to the Better Business Bureau, right? You can jump online. You you can see what what you need to be aware of. Yeah, BBB.org is our website, and also we need consumers to let us know about scams. So if you see a scam, report it to our scam tracker, and you also could find businesses you can trust at the BBB. So if you need a good business, let us know. We can list up accredited businesses in a specific industry. Thank you so much for joining us, Steve. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you and your listeners as well. Steve Burness, president of the Better Business Bureau. Steve Bertrand has your news coming up next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom.